my son had a gift with technology. With reliable internet at home through the Internet Essentials Program, the world opened up. He's part of this next generation of young people who feel they can thrive. Through Project Up, Comcast is committing $1 billion to help open doors for the next generation with the connectivity and skills they need to build a future of unlimited possibilities. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Scumbags! Rage! Sports Rage with Gabe Morency. Rage all you want. Portridge, Sirius XM Channel 159. We'll welcome our AM radio affiliates back momentarily. Ian Cameron kicking it to us right now. Thanks to the Raging Reddit. Cam Stewart. Uh, so it was a wild night uh, tonight. Wild week in the National Hockey League. The trade deadline is what, on Friday? Uh, the 3rd? So um, I don't know how many more deals can actually happen. But when it's all said and done, the amount of deals over the last uh, couple of weeks have been over-the-top crazy. I personally, you know what? All... It, the, the trade deadline is late in the year, but it does create excitement. So I think it's actually a good thing that they moved it back. And you see right now there's enthusiasm in various markets. Hell, even Senator fans are excited right now in our chat. Um, a lot of teams are excited about what they did. You know, Babano, the L.A. Kings, and we have Rich Hammond from The Athletic later who covers the Kings. Uh, he's actually covers his senior NHL guy at The Athletic, but... Um, it's too bad the way it ended, right? But from a hockey standpoint, Babano, that's a deal that people aren't talking. People don't really talk about the LA Kings much, but the Kings were already good, and I don't know if people realize this. The Kings had the second-worst save percentage in the National Hockey League. Only the Vancouver Canucks had worse goaltending than the, the LA Kings. And, uh, like, Cal Peterson couldn't do it. They wanted him to be the number one. He couldn't do it. Jonathan Quick just isn't the same Jonathan Quick anymore. And this is a team that can compete in the playoffs. And Corpusalo is a great goalie of a battle. This is a good move. It's emotional. It sucks that Jonathan Quick is gone. But from a hockey standpoint, this was a big-time move by the Los Angeles Kings, Babano. 
Yeah, I've said that all day. I mean, on all the shows. I mean, that the L.A. Kings, people are going to look at it, some people with the emotions tied to it and say, how could you do this to Jonathan Quick, Kings legend, all those Stanley Cups and the memories, and you're going to separate him from Doughty and Kopitar and not let him finish his career as a king. It's a, it's a business, all right? It's about winning. And this year it's about winning a Stanley Cup. And Quick's had a bad year. And I think the moment they decided we, we're, we're going to trade this guy, they gave him a start against the Islanders last week, Gabe. He played very well. They said, okay, let's start him again against the Rangers. He hasn't played two games in a row very often because of his struggles. Let's put him in there Sunday against the Rangers, see how he does. He's earned another start, and he couldn't have played worse against the Rangers. I think they lost that game 5-2 or 6-2, and he let in a couple of really bad goals. And I think that's the moment Rob Blake said, you know what, we need to upgrade our goaltending, and Quick's, Quick's having a bad season. He, yeah, maybe he can't get it done for us anymore. And so they made that decision to go after Corpusalo, and they were after Gavrikov, the very good defenseman all along. He's a shutdown defenseman playing on the right side, which they need more defensemen there. It's a perfect fit to get both guys here in L.A., and now you've got Copley and Corpusalo that I think will battle it out to be the number one guy or to get more starts. It's a very good situation. There's no question Gabe, they're a better hockey team now after this trade. Yeah, there won't be much of a battle. <laughs> this is Sports Rage. I am Gabriel Morenzi. The pimps, the players, the hustlers, the people that bust them and everybody else in between. Level two has begun. Ian Cameron will rejoin us in a couple of moments. Uh, we've got Rich Hammond going to join us. Uh, Rich is the man from The Athletic, of course. Uh, is that great Rams podcast, the 11-man podcast, and and um, and covers the NHL, including the Los Angeles Kings. There's been a million deals going on in the National Hockey League, uh, but the Kings picking up a goaltender like Corpusalo is one of the stronger moves that's flying under the radar in the NHL. We'll get into that uh, with Rich Hammond. Connor McDavid continues to do his thing, and... This guy is on the verge. If he's able to score two goals in his next game, it's the, it'll be the first time in over 100 years uh, that somebody has scored multiple, um, um, like he's, he's, he's moving in on, on the record. Six games in a row is the record. It happened in like 1920, all right? And somebody scored multiple goals in an NHL game. Six games in a row. He did it five games in a row. Uh, tonight, um, John Morant. John Morant seems to be in the news um, as much for doing things recently as Connor McDavid is for scoring goals. Like, eventually, something's going to stick and something's going to go bad for Ja. And there's always a yeah, but. And the latest story, if you're unaware uh, right now, uh, John Morant has uh, been accused of punching a 17-year-old and flashing a gun, um, basically threatening the kid with a gun after he punched him 12 to 13 times. Now, what's crazy about this is this isn't allegedly, there, there's a police report, and it happened because John Moran admitted to the police that it happened. But um, police told police, uh, Moran told police in an interview, he swung first in the alleged fight with the teenager, but he was acting in self-defense because a teenager threw a basketball at his head. I never got hurt. Why? Because... So, as we um, as we see, it's hard to deny it when you say, yeah, I threw the first punch, right? <laughs> I don't know if the kid threw a basketball uh, at him or not, but I know you shouldn't be punching a 17-year-old kid in the head 13 times and then going into the house and coming out with a gun. And all this stuff, I say, yeah, but, you know, and now it turns out there's a police report about an incident at a Memphis mall. 
SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. You are listening to Sports Rage Late Night with Gabe Marinci. The Late Night Anger Management Class. What's going on? All these Senator fans stepping up uh, tonight. Very excited. Let's just get to 87 points, all right? Uh, with the Ottawa Senators. Can we do that? <laughs> let's try to, let's, let's just set, uh, let's set that goal uh, right now. But no, it's, there is exciting times. And I'll tell you what, I will come to Ottawa when you get a new arena. You get that new arena and stuff, uh, downtown Ottawa. I'm a fan of Ottawa. I actually do like the city of Ottawa. Um, I've always liked it there. I played, uh, played, uh, I played a bunch of concerts there over the years. I played in Ottawa a lot, and uh, it's always been good crowds, cool, and uh, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a cool place, Ottawa. Nice, it's it's a nice small smaller city, but uh, nice place. And their hockey arena, as it is now, is in the middle of nowhere. It's not. It's like it's nowhere near downtown. It literally and figuratively is like in the middle. It's like one of the football stadiums type deal. You know what I mean? It's like in a parking lot, you know, an hour outside of the city with one road going in and out. So you're stuck in traffic and it's just that sort of living hell, which people will put up with eight times a year for football. But, you know, when you need, you need an arena in the downtown core, right? How many teams like teams like arenas are like in the middle of nowhere? You can get away with it with a football stadium. I got a great, uh, great NFL poll I'm going to get to later, and it's conducted. This is done by the players, so I know nowadays we live in an era when, like, everybody online thinks they know everything more than even players. Oh, what do they know, right? But it's a very interesting poll in which the players gave a report card to their own teams, uh, and um, it was pretty much every player in the National Football League, 1,300 players. So, you know, a couple of guys that weren't there or whatever, but 1,300 players participated. 60-question survey that covered eight different categories. Treatment of families, nutrition, weight room, strength of uh, strength staff, training room, training staff, locker rooms, and travel arrangements. And uh, to nobody's surprise, the Washington Commanders 
had the uh, most amount of negative votes. And it's from their own players. It's a very interesting poll. We'll get into it after. Ian Cameron with us uh, right now. As long as we're talking about football, let's go to the XFL. Uh, Right now, week three. I'm looking forward to week three. I thought week two was kind of confusing. I like the picture that I see here for week three. I think we can attack this card. I've already put some plays in. Um, We've got a game on Saturday at 7 o'clock Eastern time in Las Vegas. Seattle at Vegas. Seattle Sea Dragons minus three. Moneyline minus 155. The total is 38. Ian Cameron with us. Babano, what do you think about the Sea Dragons and the Vegas Vipers? Yeah, well, we uh, said on Sunday, Seattle should could be at least 2-0. and They're not. And you can't deal in what-ifs. You can only deal in reality. And the reality is they're 0-2. Two. two games they could have won. You argue they should have won if they didn't turn the ball over as much, didn't make as many mistakes. But the fact is they made those mistakes, and now you've got to trust a team to play clean football and lay three points on the road. I'm not sure I want to do that. I know early in the week I was thinking, don't you have to? Doesn't Seattle look like the better roster? When they've got, you know, they brought in Josh Gordon. They've got some good receiving talent. The defense hasn't been awful. It's just that they've been crushed by these awful turnovers by the offense. But it's hard to lay points. I'll be honest with a team that's just made mistakes repeatedly. I haven't made a bet on that game yet, but with that number up to three, I think I'm actually siding with Vegas now as a home dog plus three. It's a tricky game, isn't it? Seattle, as you stated, you know, you look at Orlando, and Orlando are bad, right? And it's like, yeah. okay, they're a bad 0-2. They're not a very good football team, and you can see it. When you look at Seattle, it's very frustrating in that they're not bad, right? Like, they'll yeah. they'll do 99 things right, and then the one big thing wrong, like, all you need to know, guys. So, look, week one, Close football game against the D.C. defenders who are pretty good. They're at D.C. They're down 22-18, fourth quarter all. It's like, you know what I mean? They're battling fourth quarter. They get the ball back a bunch. You know, finally, long story short, with a minute left or so, they get the ball back. They go all the way down the field, and then they fumble the ball on the one-yard line. They're about to score the game-winning touchdown, and uh, Danucci fumbles the ball. Um, in the pocket. Like, the pocket collapsed. They, they pushed the old line into him. The snap wasn't clean, blah, blah, whatever. They fumbled the ball. Last week, they're terrible. Same thing. They're they're not converting, you know, blah, blah. They, they come back. This time, they score the late touchdown to take the lead with, like, 48 seconds left or something. And then, for whatever reason, they go for three instead of two. And yeah. it allows it allows St. Louis to be able to, you know what I mean, Babano? I was, I was so mad when they did that. Like, I knew. I was like, dude, you're not going to get this from the 10-yard line. And you're going to be up by one. You're going to kick a field goal. I had Seattle on the money yeah. line. And then that's exactly what happened. So they lost on the last play of the game two weeks in a row. Literally. They lost. They fumbled the ball on the one-yard line with a couple of seconds left in week one to lose. And then last week, they allowed the other team to go down the field and kick a game-winning field goal on them. They are better than Vegas, Babato, but I agree with you. How the hell? You can't lay three points with this team. Like, you just can't trust them. No, I, I like the over a little bit, too, because I think that's the one thing, too. A lot of these turnovers for Seattle, they've led to short fields. They've led to easy, you know, 20, 30-yard drives for the opponent, and they've converted on them. So, you know, I think Seattle's offense is good. And when they don't make mistakes, Danucci at quarterback and the receiving core, they can move the ball. So I think that gives a chance to go over the total as well. The Vipers have problems, too, though, don't they? Like, they it's do. tough to It's tough to gauge that that – I thought they played pretty well at week one, to be honest. I thought, you know, that was a pretty good yeah. game. They, you know, they, they, the, the, the Renegade defense got to them in the second half a bit, but they were in the game. It was 22 20. I thought they played well. 
Last week, pouring rain. So it's tough to really fully gauge. The weather yeah. was that bad. And first home game for Vegas here, too. Yeah. They, they made the quarterback now. change, right, from, from Perez yeah. to, to Brett Hundley. And Hundley moved yeah. the ball. But yeah. sort of like in between the 20s, and then they would screw it up. They would turn it over. They'll go for it. They're not greatly coached, this team, of battle, Vegas, uh, with Rod no. Woodson. No no criticism. You know, I mean, it just is what it is. He's not an experienced coach, and you could tell. Like, no. And well, I hate to say it. For years. What are you going to do? I hate yeah. to say it, but God. Yeah. Give me the Sea Dragons, Babano. Give Uh-oh. me the Sea Dragons. Gonna lay it. Yeah. Gonna lay it with Seattle. Yeah, that's a and if the weather's nicer, game. like normal yeah. Vegas weather, let's go over the number two. Yeah, yeah. There's there's three sides I'm set on, and they're all on Sunday. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I get it. Yeah, me too. I look at this yeah. game. This game's tricky. Fun. Yeah. Yeah. Should be an interesting game just because it's like, it's, it's going to be a fun game. Um. Yeah. Mo Khan, who's a guest with us, said, oh, I didn't like the, the, the field in Vegas, blah, blah. I thought it looked good, actually, on TV. Thought, and even in, considering the pouring rain, I thought they did all right. They, they can, they'll get people to go if the weather's not terrible. you got to understand, people in Vegas aren't used to, like, bad weather. So, like, rain might yeah. as well be, like, like a hurricane, right? It's like, oh, my God, it's raining. I'm not leaving my house, right? So, um, right. yeah, the St. Louis Battlehawks and the D.C. Defenders, Battle of Unbeatens. This one's on Sunday. One o'clock Eastern. Very similar teams, Mabano. They don't really make mistakes, either team. Um, St. Louis are very methodical, right? They just sort of, they're, 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 you can tell. Let's just keep staying the game, staying the game, staying the game, and make a play late. A.J. McCarron's yep. played well for them in the fourth quarters of these games. He really has. Uh, you can tell he's having fun in this league. He's, you know, he's just playing for fun, and and he's into it. And he's really he he's playing well, but it's kind of a one man operation with him and Prol. And Prol's open all the time. And you got DC that want to run the ball. This is an interesting game, Babano. But I I, I like the defenders. And we'll get Babano's take on the other side. This one should go under actually. Both teams run the ball. The late night anger management class. Ian Cameron. We'll rejoin us. We'll talk more XFL. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Have you heard? Sling TV offers the news you love for less. Hey, wait, you look and sound just like me. I am you. I'm the same news programs on Sling TV for less. You mean you're me, but for less money? A lot less. I'm all the favorite news programs and more on Sling TV, starting at just $40 a month. Everything great about me, but for less money? Which makes me greater, don't you think? Get the news you love and more for less. Start Start saving saving today. today. Visit Sling.com to see your offer. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, 
No, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. I know the winner. So call me now. Whoa! $5 for the first minute. $2 for each additional minute. You have reached the coach's hot line. Line. Yeah, lay it on me, coach. In the game of my MA. Mm-hmm. Versus in Cincinnati. Sin. Cincinnati. Not Cincinnati. Come on, come on. Don't you realize this is costing me money? Late Night Anger Management Class. Ian Cameron kicking with us. I am Gable Berenci. Shout out to all of our AM radio affiliates, wherever you may be this evening. A lot of stuff to get to, man. It's sort of like uh, Law and Order. There's all these players and this and that and... You know, it's like the yeah, you know, Alabama's probably happy. Actually, it's like, all right, look, the other people are in the news. Hey, look, look at Georgia over here, SEC, SEC. Yeah, you guys are doing a great job. You're doing a great job. I love how like the new thing in the SEC is like people getting killed is like basically to like to like to them it's like a new, it's like a recruiting vibe. Well, you know, it's just you know, ah, it's just the media hating on us. You know what I mean? Like, like the kid on Georgia, he's drag racing with a teammate and 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 a recruiting staff member. Two of them die. He just lies about it after and casually walks away and goes to the NFL combine. Like, right? Like, kid on kid on Alabama. Yeah, ain't, no, ain't no big deal. I don't know what the hell's going on down there in the South. Like, I got to be honest with you. Like, how is it that handing a gun to someone you provided the guy get it? You know what I mean? You didn't know they were going to, it's just, I I promise you there's people in jail for, for lease things. Now, Jalen Carter, they're like, oh, it's so bad, but then like, it's a misdemeanor. So whatever. Devil's time is the idol's time. And uh, idle time is the devil's time, right? That's what happens. You notice as soon as players have time to do stupid things, they will. That's why I like John Jones, actually. We'll get to that later. <laughs> but Babano is with us. So, yeah, Babano. I don't trust. Like, if between the two of them, and I've watched every game and this and that, so I've seen both these teams play both their games. Seattle are better than Vegas. Like, Vegas have problems. Seattle, like, just need to stop turning the effing ball over. You know what I mean? But Josh Gordon's open all the time. That Jacor Pearson kid's open all like they're open. The dudes are open all the time. Danucci's a little shaky, but he's okay. You know what I mean? See, I say Seattle win the game. Uh, but we were on to uh, St. Louis and DC. Who do you like in the Battle Hawk Defender game, Babana? I'm with you on DC. Uh, I said on Sunday I want to fade St. Louis because I don't believe that their two and zero is as weak as it gets. You know, they took advantage of turnovers and mistakes from Seattle last week. They stole a game they shouldn't have won that they were trailing by double digits most of the game at home in their opener against San Antonio, and somehow they stole that game. Maybe they played, you know, and credit to them, they found ways to win. Like you said, they've hung in there, they've hung in there, they found ways to win. But they've played, like, below average for over half of these first two games, and they found ways to win. You can't keep doing that. You know, eventually that's going to catch up to you. You know, D.C., I find they've really limited uh, issues. I like the fact that they're a balanced offense here. Uh, St. Louis has, uh, I think, been living on borrowed time with this 2-0 and start. So I'm with you on D.C., and they're at home. 
Look, you're right. The, the stadium size and the attendance figures aren't huge in D.C., but the crowd is very noisy there. Might and be the best home crowd, actually, game. along with that And it might crowd. give them a little boost. Yeah, it might give them a little boost. Like, it's not a large crowd, but it's a loud crowd, and they make their presence heard. And I think that might give the defenders a little boost. So, yeah, I think St. Louis loses their first game. Less than a field goal, I like D.C. there. Yeah, they're the loudest 13,000 people in America. I'm telling you, like, they're oh, and, and the travel spot. Think of the travel spot. This is back-to-back on the road for St. Louis, Seattle to D.C., coast-to-coast. So it's not even a great situational no, spot but, for the Battlehawks either. Yeah, but let me, let me clarify that because I've heard other people talk about travel spots. They all live in Arlington. Yeah. They all they live all in Arlington. There. Yeah. yeah. They all they're, live there. They fly back to Arlington after every game. On the same plane. So imagine you played a game and they share the same plane back after. Right? Yeah. So, because I've heard people talk, oh, like this team's going to Seattle. They're both going to Seattle. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? They're both, they're both going yeah. to Seattle. Like, they, they all live in a complex. Like, the, the, the XFL rented out places for every player in the league in Arlington, Texas, and in the area. And they have their practice facility there. They have their workout. It's a state-of-the-art facility. They have their workout facilities. They have their practice fields. And then both teams will get on a plane together and fly to the city. And then after the game, they'll both fly back together to Arlington. Like an XFL so, version of Big Brother. Yeah. I guess you want to put it that way. <laughs> but... You know, but they got to together all these teams and players. Yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah, they got to get. They got. Yeah, no, I get what you mean. No, no, no. You're right, though. You're right. You're right. That's a good idea, actually, but man, to be honest, they should just put freaking cameras and make a reality show, make them more yeah. money off it. Yeah. Put cameras on it. Like, <laughs> exactly. Like, yeah. I mean, they did. I don't know if you watched it, but I used to watch the show. I like because I was an Arena Football League fan. But uh, the Kiss show, Kiss used to have a show on A and E about the Arena team. And it was exactly that. Like, Kiss had to rent out. But Kiss rented these guys, like, dumpy apartments, man. Like, they weren't in nice places. <laughs> like, like, these guys were in, like, a dumpy apartment complex. And there was cameras there. And it followed the life of the L.A. Kiss Arena players and stuff. Um, it was actually it was a pretty cool show. Because it took you behind the scenes of, like, the, the Arena League and the dysfunction of the Kiss organization. Which is what the young kids want. You know, they want that in every sport, that behind-the-scenes access. With the Apple yeah, 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 yeah. I'm dead serious. Yeah, I'm surprised the XFL should have cameras running. They, they do, but they, their social media has clips and stuff. But you know what I mean? It's a good idea, actually. They should run it. But, yeah, so I just want to throw that out there. I wanted to say, like, before, because um, people have brought it up, all oh, the travel, this. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, but they're, they're all traveling, right? So, um, and then you got the USFL, where they're all in Birmingham, too, but they don't even travel. Right. Like yeah, all the games like, are in the same city. Yeah, they live in the city and they play in the city, which is smart. Because, yeah. guys, it'd be a hell of a battle. Think about it. You'd have to rent out apartments for guys in Houston, San Antonio, Dallas, Orlando. You know how much, you know how much rent is in D.C., bro? It's not cheap. <laughs> like the District no. of Columbia. Right, it's like it's not cheap. That's yeah, 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 yeah. Like it ain't, it ain't cheap. You, oh, we got to rent a bunch of places in Dallas for these guys. Oh my God! Like, really? Like fifty players? You know what I mean? Like it, it adds up, man. Like so, it costs money. It was very smart business decision of them actually to say, you know what? Let's put them all in one place here, and we'll just fly them back and forth. The only problem is it's harder to sell tickets, isn't it, Babano? 
if you know the players don't even live in the city. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's not like there's no connection yeah. at all. It's not like oh yeah, I saw the quarterback of the Sea Dragons they're not in the, the grocery community. store yeah, or the bar. The yeah, like you know what I mean? Like yeah, yeah it's like ah, yeah, they're not even here. They show they're just putting the C- yeah. the, the Seattle hat on. Yeah. You know? Uh, okay, so we agree on the defenders. I'm impressed. Dwayne Johnson's business venture here, the XFL. He's doing a nice job early on. Yeah. We'll give him that. Well, you can tell Babano that it's just very yeah. professional. You know what I mean? Yeah. Is the football the best football in the world? No. But the the way they're running the, the business and the operation, he's in it for the long haul. Like they're not going to yeah. pack it up after a year, yeah. right? Like they he put understands. Themselves in a position yeah. where they can sustain themselves and survive for a few years and hope to gain some traction and exactly. and, and and build this thing. Yeah, yeah, and not lose money. I think that's just the thing. Did we lose money? No, right? Okay, and you know what I mean, and. They're they're gonna do well. They don't pay the players that much money, and they have television deals. So like they're going to like they're gonna get their money back. Okay, but bad Orlando. This is a bad football team, bro. They're bad. Yeah. <laughs> like Terrell Buckley throwing the team under the bus in an interview last yeah, yeah, week yeah. during the but game. He's I can't believe it. <laughs> he's yeah. bad too. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, oh, the players are terrible. They don't make plays. It's like you, you're you, you're not you're like all the coaching yelling at them. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. and you hear him mic'd up. He's like, I told you to throw it in the slant. He tells Paxton Lynch, and Lynch ignores him, and he's like, hey, hey. And he starts, like, tracking Lynch down like he's going to hit him. And he's like, hey, the effing slant next time. The slant. Like, cause this, guy's, yeah. this guy's hoping yeah. they tell him, throw it to the slant, slant left, 17. And then Lynch, like, does it, and, like, Buckley's going to punch him. And then they're like, all right, put the new guy in. And they went through three quarterbacks last week. They're a bad football team. But, listen, Arlington, and I was high on Arlington coming into the year, their offense blows. You and I agree that Kyle Slaughter should be the starting quarterback. Uh, Drew Plitt's just not getting it done. Yet Orlando are so bad. Isn't this a spot where Arlington can get on track? And Arlington aren't good. Like, their defense is elite. They hung with Houston last week. I think they're going to smoke Orlando, and this is where Arlington's offense gets on track, Babano. I think so, too. And I don't know if this is going to be happen, but I, I think we might see slow. I don't know about start, but I think you're going to see him at some point in this yeah, game better. Uh, here for Arlington. I, but, and either way, yes, come on, Stoops, I agree. It's time to make this move. Uh, he's got spring football league success and experience in his back pocket. I'm shocked that they've, you know, I actually was Me shocked too. from the beginning they started Drew Plitt. But nevertheless, even if he doesn't go, I'm on first half full game split here on Arlington. I'm doubling yeah. up on them. Uh, minus five first half, minus eight and a half full game. This is a uh, get-right spot for Arlington back home. Orlando is terrible on the field. The, the coaching staff, I think you're losing the players already when you're doing yep. the crap that Buckley's doing on the sideline with Lynch, with that interview, which I, I couldn't believe it when I heard it. That's a surefire way to make sure your players aren't on board with you. <laughs> I think this is the Arlington spot to, for a blowout. So, play the points. I don't know if sports books will post the odds, but battle. First XFL coach to get fired. My money's on Terrell Buckley. <laughs> I don't know if this guy's gonna make it through the ten games. Like if they get if they get absolutely like murdered again this week, it might be over for Terrell Buckley all like already. This is Sports Rage, bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. 
Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. It's the Wicked Wednesday. This is Sports Ranch. I am Gabriel Moretti and Cameron throwing down with us uh, right now. We've got Rich Hammond from The Athletic joining us a little bit uh, later on. For all you L.A. King fans, L.A. Ram fans, talk about the potential Jalen Ramsey trade. And, and uh, of course, Jonathan Quick, the legend Jonathan Quick. Um, unbelievable. It's just uh, the way that how quickly it just sort of went down. But Corpusalo is a great goalie, and the L.A. Kings, I think, are a dangerous team. Uh, going into the Western Conference uh, playoff picture. So we're talking XFL football right now, though, with Ian Cameron. And uh, we were discussing how terrible the Orlando Guardians are. And uh, Arlington are eight-and-a-half-point favorites. The total is 37 in that game. But Bano says he's laying the points in the first half with the Renegades and laying the points with the Renegades in the football game. Now, Babano, let's get to Sunday night football, 8 o'clock Eastern, Sunday night, San Antonio, at Houston, this line surprised me. Both these lines surprised me, actually. Like, if I was the odds maker, I would have made Arlington like 12 and a half, to be honest. Like, Orlando are that bad. I'm surprised it's less than, I'm surprised it's single digits. And it was actually nine and got bet down eight and a half or moved eight and a half. And this next one, Babano, how are the Houston Roughnecks not seven and a half, like nine point favorites when you consider all they do is destroy teams? I thought they should have been at least six, at least six. I had it in, in my mind around six, six and a half. Seven, seven and a half might have been a little high, but I definitely had it higher than this, minus four. <laughs> you know, this definitely felt a little low to me on this Houston team. I mean, what is there not to like? You know, they look well prepared. You know, you can tell they're being coached by a guy that's coached a lot of years in the, in, in the NFL. You know, whether it was head coach or defensive coordinator and Wade Phillips. And look, he's got a decent staff with him, too. But you can tell this is a team that's ready to play. He was caught on Mike in week one talking about Orlando and Buckley's staff. And he said, he said, come on. He started, they, they were schooling them after a big play. And he looked over one of the coaches. He said, come on. He goes, those guys don't know what the F they're doing over there. And he pointed to the other side. <laughs> so, yeah, Wade Phillips he's is an active, these guys. He's a guy on Twitter. He's active he's, on he's, Twitter. He's a good follow on Twitter, actually, Wade Phillips. 
he's eating these guys for lunch right now, man. You got a, I mean, you got an NFL caliber dude. It's like he's just chewing these guys up. But from a game plan, and, and listen, all due respect to Heinz Ward. Heinz Ward has done a nice job with this team, actually. Like, he's engaged. He's into it. He's got a good staff and stuff. And San Antonio... Nice defense. They play hard. They don't make a lot of mistakes. Jack Cohn's their quarterback, so you know, you know what I mean? It's not an explosive offense. They made plays last week, but that was against Orlando. I think they're in trouble here. Like, I'm laying the points with the with the Roughnecks. Yeah, this is one of those, and I find in these leagues where when you've got the clear-cut best team, if you think you found the best team in the league, and I think we've shifted our – you know, opinion that, you know, came into the season. I think a lot of people, including you and I, kind of thought it would be Arlington. But I think we're all on the same page now. After two weeks, the eye test shows you that it's Houston. Would you say, though, would you say, even though though there's other teams that are 2-0, my power rankings, I still think Arlington are the second-best team. Yes. I think Arlington is definitely a better team than certainly personnel-wise. Than some of those other two, and they're better than St. Louis. I still believe it. You know, St. Louis, as I said earlier, I think they're a yeah. phony two and zero. But they got to prove it. Uh, put points bit. on the board. Yeah, they got to prove it. Yeah, right. That's the thing. I mean, they do. and make yeah, the quarterback think, change. Which, yeah. yeah, that would be a nice help too. To that tight ends open all the, the guy time, that's had man. a proven success track record in spring football too in Sloter. But anyway, we said enough of that. I think this is a good. I like what I'm seeing out of Brandon Silvers, and I like what they're doing. They've got McDonald as a little bit of a run quarterback dynamic, the kid out of Hawaii, and then they've got Brandon Silvers who played at Troy in his college days, throwing the football and throwing it well. You know, doing a nice job. They've got a nice little thing going with this offense. The scheme is good. They're catching opposing defenses off balance. You know, there's nothing really bad to say about San Antonio because they should have beat St. Louis in week one. But last week, they're coming off a drubbing over the Orlando team that's the worst team in the league. And I think if you bet against teams, and I say this in every sport, Gabe, if you bet against a team, the game after they play a horrible team or the worst team in the league, that's the time to bet against them because they're overvalued. They're giving San Antonio, what, credit for beating Orlando? No big deal. Orlando is falling apart before our eyes. So I think this price is short, and I'll, I'll go with Houston here. Uh, let's get to the National Hockey League uh, now. Uh, it's been a wild week of trades, and um, we've got a full slate of games uh, tomorrow. Let's start off uh, with the Buffalo Sabres and the Boston Bruins. Bruins are on, what, an eight-game win streak right now? Just a, a multiple long win streaks uh, this year, this team. They return home. They were on the road. They did a Canadian West Coast trip. They're back home. They're laying minus 295 against the visiting Buffalo Sabres. They have beaten the Sabres all the time. They're 8-1 the last nine games against them. It's six and a half. Normally, the cliche goes, you want to bet against a team with their first home game back. Although the late, great Brian Blessing used to always say that that's not true. You do it in the second game back, not the first game back. But I I do believe it. I've always thought that it's a good time to catch a team off of a successful road. If the team sucked on the road, then you want to bet on them when they get back home. But if a team was like really dominant on the road and they get back home, they tend to lose that first game back home. But Boston aren't most teams, Babano, and you and I have talked about it. Everybody talks about it. They don't let up. There are no bad spots. There are no flat spots. As we saw Edmonton, oh, Edmonton and Calgary back-to-back. Yeah, whatever. Like they, they're invincible, essentially. But it is a big price at minus 295. 
Well, they are. Well, uh, they did win against Calgary, so we give them that. But they got completely dominated. That was the Linus Allmark show uh, in that game. He was absolutely spectacular, and that was Calgary yeah, not irrelevant. finishing their chances. You know, which has been an issue all season for them. But they found a way. The good teams do that. And in a tough back-to-back spot against two good teams in a row, you know, the Edmonton game was a good win. Calgary, they got they got outplayed badly, but they won. And at the end of the night, that's what that's all that matters. I wish Cam was still here because he'd be he'd be happy that I'm saying this. I think he'd like this play. He'd endorse it. He's this is the kind of this is like a Cam Stewart special here. I'm going with Buffalo first period full game money line for the upset. Ooh. I am. Uh, I think this is this is a spot that I remember taking Seattle in against Boston yeah. in Boston a month or two ago when Boston was coming back from the West Coast like they are here a successful road trip and Seattle got them in Boston. And by the way, the last time Buffalo played in Boston, they won 4 to 3. So the Sabres aren't intimidated and no one's going to want Buffalo here cuz we just saw them lose at home to Columbus. You know, and everybody's going to be, you know, wondering what's wrong with Buffalo. But let's not forget Buffalo beat Washington, Florida, and Tampa Bay three straight wins before that, and Buffalo is a road dog against a superior competition. The best teams as a road underdog, Buffalo's been money in the bank. They've got road wins at Tampa, Florida, Dallas, Vegas, Colorado. They have just been time after time after time, Marenzi. They play better on the road than they do in Buffalo. And they've been excellent as road dogs against better competition. They've been it seems like you get the best out of the Sabres in these spots. So I think they're extremely live in this game. And I'm going to take them first period and full game because I think the first period might even be the best look. Jump on Boston in those first 20 minutes, that first 20 minutes off the road, and a Buffalo team looking to make amends for a really porous effort against Columbus the other night. Let's not forget they won three games against good teams before that Columbus loss. I think the Sabres are bringing it here. I like the Buffalo Sabre first period angle. I do agree with that. Um, I can see to say the, the the Bruins being a little flat early, but maybe winning the game by one or you know what I mean. But I, I like that, and I don't mind the boldness. Uh, Panthers are minus one fifty five against the visiting uh, Preds. I get the feeling that the Panthers are ready to go on a run. Uh, Patrick Kane set to make his debut tomorrow at MSG. So they're minus 175 favorites over the visiting Ottawa Senators. The Senators surprised people by bringing in one of the um, most sought-after defensemen on the market. So the Sens are plus 155, and the Sens have been playing good hockey as of late. Total of 6.5 in that game. What do you think about Patrick Kane, the Rangers, and the Senators game here? This is one where I'm tempted by Ottawa, just because I think they've put this price up there, minus 180, as if... You know, Patrick Kane's debut is going to be the be-all, end-all here. Like That's the Rangers obviously the Rangers too. are going to. We should note that they played tonight. Exactly. The Ottawa Senators have the rest advantage. I believe Jacob Chikrin, who they just got uh, earlier today in that trade with Arizona, probably will be there in time to play. So they should have their prized acquisition in the lineup, too. So I I just think it's a little high. With the way Ottawa's playing, I've I've been impressed with the Sens. Like, uh, they beat down Detroit twice. I think overall their record is 8-2, 8-3, 8-3, I believe, in their last 11 games. You know, that's what's put Pierre Dory on the GM in a position where, you know, the players have played well lately. They've given him that vote of confidence to say, hey, let's go out and 
you know, get a Jacob Chikrin. Let's try to make the playoffs because of this recent run they put. I just think the price is a little high. I think the game probably goes over the total as well. The Rangers have transformed into more of an offense-minded team since they got Tarasenko. Well, that's only going to be fueled even more with getting Patrick Kane. Ottawa's offense is really rolling the last few games. They put a big number up on Montreal where they score six against Detroit in both of those games. So I think we're going to actually see some goals in MSG, and I think you're going to see two teams is just filled with adrenaline, but sometimes filled with adrenaline because of these trades that just went down. You can make some mistakes with the puck. It can be a little sloppy defensively. So I think this is probably a 4-3-5-4 fun hockey game. Goes over the total, and I wouldn't mind taking a shot with Ottawa just based on the price being a little bit high in my opinion. Yeah, I think uh, I agree. I think it's a one-goal game. And uh, you can get the Ottawa Senators plus one and a half at minus 160, which I don't think is uh, is too bad of a price. Uh, Pittsburgh and Tampa. Tampa are minus 170. The Penguins are plus 150, total six and a half. Seattle Kraken and the Detroit Red Wings. Red Wings were rolling until they ran into the Ottawa Senators. Um, so the, this game is a pick em. Kraken and, and the Red Wings a pick em. Minus 110, total six and a half. Dallas Stars, Chicago Blackhawks. Life goes on without Patrick Kane. Maple Leafs. What do you think of the Maple Leafs in the Flames game of battle? Leafs were very flat tonight against Edmonton. Now they go back to back. They get the Calgary Flames. Leafs are minus 120 favorites. What do you what do you think of this one? Toronto has really done well in Calgary over the years, and but but they had done well in Edmonton over the years as well until tonight. So maybe things change, but to me, at even money, Toronto even on a back to back is probably the only way I would bet it. I'm just Calgary's not finding ways to win. They out, get outplayed, they lose. They outplay the other team, they lose. They're not getting the timely goal when they need it. They're not getting the timely save when they need it. Simple as that. Very, very difficult to trust Calgary. I know it's a back-to-back for the Leafs, but and don't sleep on the guy that's going to be a net for the Leafs, Joe Wall. Uh, he was, he's been tearing it up in the AHL. He played very well and won the last start he was in net against, uh, I believe, Montreal. Yeah, he's a very good young goalie. So I think Toronto, you know, could win that game. I certainly lean their way, minus 110. Seattle-Detroit's tough. I mean, Seattle's not playing well. Detroit traded away Philip Ronick earlier today. That's a sign that they're kind of, you know, pumping the brakes on making a playoff push as Steve Eiserman still with the long-term rebuild in mind. So that's a really tough game, but I've got to believe after two embarrassing losses for Detroit in Ottawa, they respond here and they have been better at home lately. So I think I'd lean Detroit. I don't love it, but I lean Detroit there minus 110. Tampa got embarrassed by Pittsburgh. So if you just on Sunday night in Pittsburgh, but Tampa's not in good form. I'm honest, like Tampa should want to pound Pittsburgh. But they're not playing well. They're laying minus 170. I'm not rushing to take them. We'll wrap up with Bano on the other side. I think Tampa could be in trouble come playoff time. I'm seeing them. I think fatigue is starting to kick in with these guys. This is Sports Rage. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. 
the crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Three-minute warning, level two. Ian Cameron on the way out right now. Time just flew by this evening. Quickest 180 minutes in sports talk radio. So, Abano, I know you were doing some college basketball research before you joined us uh, tonight. Conference tournament action continues and rolls on. What are you looking at tomorrow? Yeah, there are a few games. And remember, there's afternoon college basketball tomorrow. So that's going to be uh, very exciting. It's great when you can put the TV on while you're doing your work and watch college basketball conference tournament games during the day. Uh, there's a couple that I like there. I like Arkansas State uh, against Troy. Uh, Arkansas State's been actually one of the most, I think, the hottest point spread team going in the Sun Belt right now. Like, there's a team that started off real slow, but they've picked up a lot of steam. Uh, note the start time. It's an early 3 p.m. Eastern game. They blew the doors off Coastal Carolina in their first-round Sun Belt Conference tournament game. All of these games, by the way, are in Pensacola, Florida, uh, at the Pensacola Bay Center, so neutral court. Uh, Troy is a very good defensive team. They can struggle at times to score. They're laying a hefty number against a Red Wolves team that I think is playing their best basketball of the season. I'd look at Arkansas State with the points there. I think it's a competitive game. The early game with South Alabama, um, I like South Alabama. I think they win. The number's getting a little pricey. People are seeing what I'm seeing. This is another team that was surging down the stretch. Uh, I think they do beat App State, but the number's gone from 3.5 up to 4, 4.5. I still would lean to lay in the points uh, in that game. And then the Missouri Valley, Arch Madness, uh, gets underway tomorrow as well. I think the favorite Northern Iowa takes care of Illinois State. It's been a rough, rough season uh, for the Redbirds. Uh, you've got Evansville, Indiana State. You know, normally this is a conference tournament that's very low scoring in this venue in St. Louis, and a lot of the games stay under. But Indiana State is a team that I've played a lot of overs with, and I might look in that direction. And, you know, the same thing with Valpo, Murray State. Murray State's really had their issues at times defensively. Same thing goes with Valpo, 141.5. I think we might see that game maybe get over the total as well. I like Northern Iowa in the morning. They haven't had a great year, but Illinois State are terrible. Great job of battle. The late night anger management class. This is Sports Rage. Rich Hammond, level three. Take your age, Brady. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid scale solar energy in Ohio and Producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil.